Love God, love your neighbor. This is Creeds and Deeds. Psalm 29, a psalm of David. Ascribe to the Lord, O heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon to skip like a calf and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the forests bare. And in his temple all cry, Glory! The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits enthroned as king forever. May the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. This is the word of our Lord. Hi, welcome to Creeds and Deeds. I'm your host, Al. Today is Friday, the 30th of November, 2018, and it is Devotion Friday. Uh, today, for Devotion Friday, I was just going to talk about a podcast that I've been listening to. Um, it is called 5-Minute Devotions. I found it on the Anchor app. And the reason I wanted to talk about it was he's been, uh, the guy's name is Larry, and he's been doing this thing called uh, um, the have-to life. Are you living the have-to life? And he talked about in there that um, in the have-to life, how it's kind of like, oh, you're just constantly doing these things that you have to do, and you don't ever take the time to do the things that you want to do to, uh, to because you're so stuck in just, you know, getting through the day and getting paycheck to paycheck that you don't take time to figure out what has God actually called us to. And um, today he talked about how the first step uh, that of doing that is to carve out time for yourself every day to have like quiet time. And it just reminds me of how uh, in the Bible we see a lot that Jesus and the disciples would talk about, uh, you know, like in the Psalms, first of all, it says, be still and know that I am the Lord. Um, And then it talks about Jesus going to his prayer closet and going to, or I mean, going to a quiet place to pray or going to an inner room to pray. Uh, you see that throughout the whole Bible, just this idea of separating yourself to spend quiet time meditating on the Lord. And what this podcast helped me to realize is, is that I don't do that a lot. Um, it's really hard to get into that habit of spending time every day just meditating on the Lord. And finding out what does he have you do? What has he called you to? What's your purpose, greater in your greater purpose in life? Uh, For some people, it might be uh, ministry or uh, becoming a full time minister in some way, uh, or going overseas on mission or whatever. Other people, it might be uh, just you know leading your family well and 
being the light of the gospel in your workplace. But you can't do that if you just get so focused on what Larry was calling the, uh, I think his name was Larry. Man, I hope it was. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it's Larry. But anyways, um, getting so focused on the have-tos that you do every day, just the, oh, I have to get my job done. I have to finish this document I'm working on, or I have to pay this bill that you stop focusing on what your calling in life is and you start living like a citizen of this world. But Jesus says that we are not of this world. So we need to live as though we're not of this world. And I really think that he's right talking about finding time to carve out every day. And I just have two things in my life I was thinking about about this was is that, you know, back when I was uh, first became a Christian, I got really focused on uh, uh a lot of doing ministry and stuff like that. But I got so I spent so much time, like five, six days a week out with my Christian friends and stuff doing things that I didn't take time to spend um, on my own praying and reading the word and just meditating on the Lord and being still and knowing that he is God. Right. And because of that, I actually ended up, even though I was doing ministry stuff and Bible studies with my friends or fellowship with my friends and going to church, I never felt close to God because I never spent time just with Him. I spent a lot of time learning about Him. I spent a lot of time working for spreading the gospel, but I didn't spend time with Him. Uh, and that caused a little big spiritual like gap in my life and took me off of what my calling in life is. And then the other one is just one that I've noticed while I've been over here in Turkey, just living by myself. And that's that, you know, with de uh, dealing with the day-to-day -day life and then of work, getting up, going to work, dealing with being, you know, uh, NCO in charge of my section and all of that stuff. And then uh, turning around and going home at the end of the day and spending time with my wife and spending time with my son and going doing a lot of things. Uh, those are all great things to do, but I didn't spend time just like with the Lord. And because of that, I ended up really focused on like worldly things, like just, you know, seeking after a, a bigger house or a newer car or a better promotion statement on my performance report this month or whatever, or this year, I mean, or whatever. Um, and I wasn't focused on the things of the Lord. And so when I came over here and it was like, man, I went to work every day, but then I get home and I'm just here by myself and my wife's asleep and my son's asleep because I'm on the opposite side of the world. Uh, I realized that, uh, I had a lot of time to, you know, get up in the morning and spend time praying, spend time reading my Bible at night, start this podcast, like all of that stuff. And it, uh, really helped me to see that I need to, um, uh, sorry, that, that is super important because I feel closer to God and I feel like I understand what his call for my life is now more than I ever have because I've had consistent time every day. So my encouragement to you and my devotion for you this week is to actually spend time devoting yourself to spending time with the Lord. Find a quiet place, a prayer closet. Even though I have this house to myself, uh, that I live in right now, because I'm in Turkey on the other side of the world, uh, I found that 
I found I made a closet in my house that I go into when I spend time in prayer because having that quiet place that's separate from the rest of your house has really helped me to feel like I'm getting more and more focused on God. And I'm going to need that when I get back home because with the hustle and bustle of a normal household with family and things going on, you need a quiet place to escape to. So I just encourage you to find that quiet place and find a time every day, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, or 30 minutes, or an hour to spend with the Lord. And that's my encouragement for you today. And that's my devotion for you for Devotion Friday. Have a good weekend. I will talk to you tomorrow for Saturday. And God bless. Today on Learn the Faith, we're going to look at question 27 of the New City Catechism. Question, are all people, just as they were lost through Adam, saved through Christ? Answer, no. Only those who are elected by God and united to Christ by faith. Nevertheless, God in his mercy demonstrates common grace even to those who are not elect by restraining the effects of sin and enabling works of culture for the human well-being. Romans 5.17 For if because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. And a short commentary from Martin Lloyd-Jones. Common grace is the term applied to those general blessings which God imparts to all men and women indiscriminately as he pleases, not only to his own people, but to all men and women according to his own will. Or again, common grace means those general operations of the Holy Spirit in which, without renewing the heart, he exercises a moral influence whereby sin is restrained, order is maintained in social life, and civil righteousness is promoted. That is the general definition. The Holy Spirit has been operative in this world from the very beginning, and he has had his influence and his effect upon men and women who were not saved and who have gone to perdition. While they were in this life and world, they came under these general, non-saving operations of the Holy Spirit. It is not a saving influence, nor is it a redemptive influence, but it is a part of God's purpose. If the Holy Spirit were not operative in men and women in this general way, human beings, as a result of the fall of sin, would have festered away into oblivion long ago. Next to that is what is generally described as culture. By that, I mean arts and science, an interest in things of the mind, literature, architecture, sculpture, painting, and music. Now, there can be no question at all, but that cultivation of the arts is good. It is not redemptive, but it proves people. It makes them live better lives. Now, where do all these things come from? How do you explain men like Shakespeare or Michelangelo? The answer is from all from the scripture is that all these people had their gifts and were able to exercise them as the result of the operation of common grace. This is general influence of the Holy Spirit. Today we're going to pray from the Banner of Truth Valley of Vision Daily Devotional from BannerofTruth.org. And we're going to pray using the prayer, a Christian's prayer. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Blessed God, 
10,000 snares are mine without and within. Defend thou me. When sloth and indolence seize me, give me views of heaven. When sinners entice me, give me disrelish of their ways. When sensual pleasures tempt me, purify and refine me. When I desire worldly possessions, help me to be rich toward thee. When the vanities of the world ensnare me, let me not plunge into new guilt and ruin. May I remember the dignity of my spiritual release. Never be too busy to attend to my soul. Never be so engrossed with time, so engrossed with time that I neglect the things of eternity. Thus may I not live but grow towards thee. Form my mind to right notions of religion, that I may not judge of grace by wrong conceptions nor measure my spiritual advances by the efforts of my natural being. May I seek after an increase of divine love to thee, after unresolved designation or resignation to thy will, after extensive benevolence to my fellow creatures, after patience and fortitude of soul, after a heavenly disposition, after a concern that I may please thee in public and private. Draw on my soul the lineaments of Christ, and every trace and feature of which thou wilt take delight. For I am thy workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, thy letter written with the Holy Spirit's pen, thy tilled soil ready for the sowing, then harvest. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Remember, I'm not not ordained. I'm not a pastor. I'm not in an eldership position. So if you are a Christian and you're listening to my podcast, you need to be in church on the Lord's Day and submitting to the eldership leadership of the local congregation of the local body of Christ. Mm